Hi, it's John Terry, the Black Belt Leader, and welcome to another Black Belt Leadership Master Your Life podcast. In this particular episode, I want to take a few minutes and talk about the big R. Now, what is the big R? Stay with me just a moment, and I'll let you know the importance of the big R in your life. But first, I want to share a life lesson from the United States Martial Arts Hall of Fame. You know, I recently had an opportunity to travel to a venue where I was with a number of martial artists from all around the world, history generals, masters, grandmasters, and it reminded me of the event that we've done, and we're going to be doing this July in Springdale, Arkansas, 22nd celebration of the United States Martial Arts Hall of Fame. It's an incredible event, and if you've ever had an opportunity to attend an event like this and you're a martial artist or just love the martial arts, it's a neat venue. It's an opportunity for us to come together as martial arts school owners, instructors, students, and those that are passionate about the martial arts and have an opportunity together for a three-day event. We train. We celebrate the very rich diversity of the martial arts. And while we're there, we have an opportunity for three days to receive world-class instruction from an amazing assortment of instructors that gather from all over the world. Every year, we have around 15 world-class professionals that teach a variety of different martial arts styles and systems. So there's a significant amount of diversity in training that takes place at these events. Students come from not only here in the United States, but we oftentimes have people that will travel internationally to come to be a part of that event just to learn and not only to learn from these world-class instructors, but also to fellowship and to get an opportunity to share life lessons and stories and engage and interact and learn from fellow martial artists, fellow school owners, and fellow instructors that are there. But one of the most interesting things that happened at this United States Martial Arts Hall of Fame event is that when everybody shows up, whether they are a first-year student or someone that's been teaching 40, 50, or even 60 years, everybody leaves their ego at the door. When our event opens for registration on Wednesday morning, people wait patiently in line to register. There's no pushing. There's no shoving. No name-calling. No cursing. Forgotten courtesies such as yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, thank you, you're welcome, those become commonplace regardless of rank regardless of style, regardless of age, gender, ethnicity, we are there as martial artists to learn. And with multiple instructors teaching various disciplines, it's interesting to watch that there's no competition between my style being better than your style or your style not doing something my style does. Everyone is there to learn and to learn from each other, to share from each other's life experience, no arrogance, no pride, no envy, no disregard for the talents of another. And throughout the week, instructors of all ranks and styles are taking the time to learn from one another. In a sense, everybody shows up as a white belt, someone devoid of knowledge. And whether you've been training again for 20 or 30 years or you're brand new in the martial arts, everybody on the floor is treated the same way. There's no prejudice. There's no preconditions. There's no ego. We are there to learn. It's amazing to watch even senior instructors that have been teaching longer than some of the students that are at the camp have been alive 
are taking the time to partner with and work with younger students, new students in the art, to share their knowledge and to share their insights and to perpetuate the life and the legacy of the martial arts. You know, the common courtesies that we see that take place in this three-day event are absolutely amazing. And the level of respect that's shown from the traditional courteous bow that we see coming from the Eastern martial arts, from Japan, Korea, China, that philosophy has carried over into multiple martial arts systems. And throughout the event, the big R, respect, is on full display. And again, it doesn't matter what your rank is, everyone comes to learn. And everyone comes with an attitude of being a student. And for three days, everyone gathers at this camp to do one thing. They're all there to train, to learn, and to improve. Essentially, to become a better version of themselves. And they leave this camp not only with new ideas they can take back to their students if they're a school owner, new training ideas and new training regimens that they can go through as an instructor or a student, but with a deeper appreciation for the global diversity of the martial arts, but also for the people who train in them. Lifelong friendships are made at this event, and it's an incredible event to experience. You interested in attending? Just a quick side note, you can go to United States Martial Arts Hall of Fame.com and get the details on our upcoming event third week of July every single year. But the big R is always on display at these martial arts events. Respect. It's refreshing if you haven't been in a world, and especially the world we've been in lately, where respect seems to be something that's ignored or really taken for granted in this high-paced, stressful, angry world that we live in, where people can hide behind some alias on social media and just lambast somebody else because they disagree or because they're a different skin color or ethnicity or race. When it comes to these events, everyone understands and practices what should be a normal in society and respecting others as you would want to be respected. Treating others as you would want to be treated if the roles were reversed. Now, by definition, respect is a deference to a right a privilege, or a privileged position, as in respecting an instructor that's going to be teaching you something you don't know. Respect is also acknowledging someone or something that is considered to have certain rights or privileges and being respectful of that, respecting a school owner for what they have accomplished and learning from a school owner because as a school owner, they have the right to teach. Certain ranks in the martial arts have a right to teach that other ranks don't have the ability to teach. But respect really comes down to this third definition, proper acceptance or courtesy, and an acknowledgement of another individual and their worth in society. That's what respect is about. Now contrast that to what we see in the world today. What do we see in the world today? Self-centeredness, self-absorbed egos, and arrogance playing the role of what we typically see taking place in society today. When it becomes all about me and my rights are more important than your rights, we now find ourselves in a self-centered, self-absorbed, arrogant world where respect has been lost. Now, 
as a leadership coach, I've had the privilege of working with men and women who are looking to grow. They want to grow personally or professionally or both. And you can't grow professionally without growing personally, so you've got to have those in tandem. But in their quest to grow, they often miss the finer points of character development in their dealings with others, and that is treating others with dignity and respect. Respect is a big thing, and it is often the missing ingredient to success or the lack thereof in the lives of individuals who are looking to learn to lead themselves well and to make good choices. In the martial arts, respect is a big thing. It's one of the most important lessons that we learn early on in our martial arts journey. As we are on that quest for black belt excellence, to truly become a black belt leader in life, we have to learn respect early on. When I was a school owner, respect started with our four-year-olds in our little dragons class that we had. Little things like yes, sir, and no, sir, yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am were reinforced, not just for the instructors and to their fellow students, but we insisted that these young lives, these young men and women in our classes, as young as age four, begin to show that same level of respect to their parents and to their siblings. It's a simple courtesy, but it's just as important in the martial arts as learning a proper stance or to punch or to kick or to block. Now, to escape this self-absorbed uh, absorbed world that we live in, for a week to go to a camp like the camp I just attended in Houston or the camp I'm going to be attending when we run our 22nd Annual United States Hall of Fame, the opportunity to do that is such a refreshing change of pace. Now, you may think respect is a little thing, but when you have an opportunity to attend one of our events, you'll see how important respect is. And one of the interesting things we find at our events is that our events turn out to be a very refreshing break for the hotel staff. Now, what do I mean by that? When we go to a location, because martial artists are who they are, and respect is such an integral part of how they live life, the hotel staff, the local restaurants that we frequent, and the different places that we go, one of the common things we hear from people in the different cities that we visit are how impressed people were that as the martial artists come into their establishment, the people that are serving are greeted with a warm hello, a courteous word. Oftentimes, they're bowed to and shown respect in traditional martial arts decorum. The people that are serving are treated with dignity and respect for the job they do, whether they're cleaning our room, preparing our food, or honoring whatever it is that they're doing to serve our event when we're there. Now, I'm a student of neuroscience. I'm a behavioral intelligence expert. And as I teach communication and relationship, respect is a topic that really comes up early, and I touch on that often. Neuroscience studies have shown us that effective communication can only take place where trust exists between two individuals. And if you don't have respect, you're not going to be able to earn an individual's trust. Where respect and trust don't exist, the chemistry of the brain actually alters radically. And when there is no respect, the chemical signals that engender trust in an individual simply are not 
generated in the brain, and as a result of that, trust cannot take place. Now, one of my personal mentors is Dr. John Maxwell, and something John always talks about is that as individuals, each and every one of us should be people of value, adding value to other people. This is something Dr. John speaks into my life quite often, and it's true that one of the ways we add value to other people is through showing respect, learning to recognize and appreciate another individual's value and worth, as well as recognizing, honoring, and respecting their unique talents, their ability, and their gifts is one of the ways that we can show respect to others. Now, one of my friends and my mentors that we lost just a few years ago was Grandmaster Richard Bastillo. He exemplified a lifestyle of respect. With fame and recognition that came from being one of Bruce Lee's students and also being a world-class martial arts instructor that was world-renowned and recognized globally for his accomplishments, he had accolades that many of us in the martial arts industry only wished that we had earned in our lifetime. But even though Sir Richard had all of these amazing accolades that he could speak to, he remained one of the most humble men I've ever met. He lived a life of respect everywhere that he went. I can't remember a single time in all of the times that we were together, in a single phone conversation that we had, or any time that we had an interaction of any type, that he did not fail to personally show dignity and respect. I was never John in a public setting. I was always Mr. Terry, Master Terry, or Professor Terry. He wanted to make sure that respect was honored and that each and every person in the class was treated with dignity and respect. Every student, regardless of age, was recognized as yes sir, no sir, yes ma'am, no ma'am, because that's how Sir Richard Bastillo lived his life. You know, when I think of, of Sir Richard and all of the things he did, my, my family called him Uncle Sifu. He was an uncle to my kids. He was the consummate gentleman. And regardless of your rank, even if you didn't have one, your age, your experience, or lack thereof, Uncle Sifu was courteous. He was patient. He was respectful. And when young children and adults, anybody would ask for a photo or an autograph, he always took the time to be available for that, and at whether he gave a picture or an autograph or posed for a selfie, after that was done, he thanked them for asking to be having a part of their lives. Whether it was signing an autograph, he thanked them for asking. Whether it was asking them to be in a picture, he thanked them for the opportunity to be in that picture. Gratitude was a part of who he was. Now, as my kids knew him, as I shared, Uncle Sifu, he was a model of respect, never arrogant. He was never boastful. He never had an ego-driven life. Sir Richard understood that to whom much has been given, much was required. And he spent as much of his time when he would teach in our school or we would take our students to attend an event that he was teaching, he spent as much time reminding others of the importance of being kind and respectful and thoughtful to others as he did teaching the martial arts that he loved. Now, we often forget that the most important person in the room is the person we're engaging with. And part of that black belt journey of excellence that we are all on to become a black belt leader in life, 
means that we have to put our own agenda aside and put others first. Those simple courtesies such as please and thank you, you're welcome. I appreciate that very much, sir and ma'am, and using those proper recognitions to honor someone and to show value and respect to them goes a long way. It demonstrates that you recognize another person's value and you're positioning that person as someone to be honored and respected in the eyes of others. Imagine in the home, if everyone in the home used those small words, yes sir, no sir, yes ma'am, no ma'am, in their interactions, not only with mom and dad, but with brothers and sisters and with other family members. Imagine in a business, if everyone treated everyone with that level of respect and they showed that same level of respect to their customers walking in the door. And we could make respect one of those non-negotiable values that become a part of our culture, the difference that we could make and how we would have an opportunity to stand out in the crowd. Now, Sir Richard understood this in his life. He modeled in the way that he lived his life so that those of us who knew him, knew him as a teacher. Those of us in, our, in his inner circle who had him as a mentor and a friend who were privileged to be under his tutelage were constantly reminded of the importance of character and the fact that respect was one of the most important character traits that we should not only teach others, but we should model respect in the way that we live our lives. So if you're going to be on the pursuit, as I believe we all are, of black belt excellence as a leader in life, respect has to become an integral part of who you are. It can't be something you fake. It can't be just lip service that you're putting out there. You're either respectful or you're not. You're either showing honor to other individuals or you're not. You're either treating them with dignity or you're not. Arrogance has no place in the life of the respectful. And if you're looking to live life as a black belt leader in life, you can't allow respect to simply be lip service. The example that you're going to set for others becomes the model that they emulate. And if they hear you say one thing, but you do something else, remember people do what people see. And when there is not congruence between the words coming out of your mouth and the actions that you live out, your actions speak louder than your words. Real Life Management founder Wayne Nance reminds us that our choices that we make, based upon our attitude and our beliefs, ultimately shape our destiny. And in our quest for personal growth and development, and to have a destiny that we want to experience in our lives, respect plays into the beliefs that we have about other people and about ourselves, and it plays into the choices that we make. Having a respectful attitude is going to shape a respectful belief system that is going to shape the choices of how we interact and engage with others, which can ultimately lead to an amazing destiny in our lives that allows us to model black belt leadership as black belt leaders in life. You know, at the end of the day, living a life of respect 
demonstrates being others-centered. Even if it's nothing more than a simple courtesy in our daily interactions with others, thank you, no thank you, yes sir, no sir, yes ma'am, no ma'am, please, you're welcome. Those simple things, modeling black belt excellence in the way that we live our lives as a respectful, values-focused leader is something we have to embrace in our lives if we want to truly live a life of black belt excellence. You know, respect endears us to someone else, and when we are endeared to someone else, they know they can trust us, and they feel comfortable with us. True leaders understand the value of honor and dignity and respect, and true leaders, values-based, servant-focused leaders that want to make a difference in the world, black belt leaders in life, live out the principles of honor and dignity and respect for themselves and for others in all they say and all they do every single day. So to my parents, to my teachers, to my mentors and instructors, all of whom have not only taught me, but have modeled a life of respect and dignity and honor before me, I want to say thank you. I am a better person because of what you have modeled for me. Now, I do want to give a special shout out to my friend and my mentor, Sir Richard Bastillo, who is no longer with us but remains an integral part of my life. Why? Because he taught me to live an exemplary life of humility, honor, dignity, and respect. And he challenged all of us in his circle to do likewise. So your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to take on the mantle of being a black belt leader who lives life with black belt excellence that values, honors, dignifies, and respects other people in every circumstance, in every situation. Every single person has value. Every single person is valuable. Therefore, every single person should be valued. And at every opportunity, we should seek to add value to them. When we practice the big R, living a respectful life, honoring, showing dignity and respect to others, we value others in an amazing way. Let me say thank you for joining me for this episode of Black Belt Leadership and learning how to master your life. If you haven't had an opportunity to do so, let me encourage you to connect with me on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. Parlor, Gab, USA Life, and other major media outlets that are out there. We recently launched a new podcast that many of you may be listening to, or you may be watching this video on one of our social media channels. If you haven't yet gone to anchor.fm, please do so. Check us out there and have an opportunity to subscribe to the Be a Black Belt Leader podcast. We'd love to have you as a subscriber and encourage others to do so as well. 
And by the way, let me also encourage you, if you haven't already done so, go to our website, beablackbeltleader.com, and register there so that every week you're having an opportunity to receive our Black Belt Leadership Insights, where we're sharing personal and professional growth strategies, resources, tips, tools, and ideas that you can use in your own personal growth journey, or you can share with those that you are leading in some capacity. Also, we daily post on all of our social media channels, resources, tips, insights, tools, and other resources that you can use to grow yourself and to share and grow others. So do us a favor and let others know that you're listening to this podcast, either by video or audio. Connect with us on one of our social media channels or all of those, and then invite those around you to join you as we continue on this journey of becoming black belt leaders in life and having an opportunity to grow as men and women who are pursuing black belt excellence and truly learning how to master our lives, our relationship, our money, our health, our wealth, our careers, and everything that we put our hands to do. I'm John Terry, the Black Belt Leader. Thanks for joining me for this Black Belt Leadership Master Your Class podcast. I hope you have a great day.